Hey podcast peeps, I'm Sister Keela and you are tuned into The Door. We're talking all things healing, beautiful, and light, and that means you. So get ready to be inspired, walk through the door, and remember who and what you are. Good morning podcast peeps, my dear brothers and my dear sisters. If you've been listening for any amount of time, then you know that you are the extension of source energy. And I just want to remind you, the sun ray need not even believe there's a sun to still be the ray. The drop of water may believe that she is the ocean or not even know that she's one of an innumerable drops that comprise the mighty waves, but she is still a part of and still the expression of the ocean. So today, you ray of sun, you drop of ocean, you who are created by God, and yes, I say are one with God, I have a wonderful key to share with you that will change your life. It's changed mine. It's the power of creation, and it's called decrees. So... No matter how you cut it, you have creative power and we're going to tap into that today. You're going to tap in that today. You're going to see things turn around through the power of your own creation. But before we get into all that, let's do what we love to do and focus on our glorious, miraculous breath. So if you're in your home, I'm going to invite you to sit in your chair with your back against the chair, feet on the ground. Maybe you're sitting on the floor of your bedroom or in your front room on a couch. If you're driving, I want you to keep your eyes open. Relax your hands on the steering wheel at the 10 and 2 position. And let your shoulders drop. And I'm going to ring the bell as an invitation for us to join in together. Breathing in, I know that I am breathing in. Breathing out, I know I am breathing out. in and out in and out breathing in I am aware of my creative power breathing out I understand that I am breathing in, harnessing my creative power, breathing out, I am breathing in. All is well. Breathing out. 
I am. As you continue to focus on your natural breath, just allow your shoulders to drop. Become aware of your arms, let the weight of your arms be. Bring your attention down to your hips, your bum. That is resting, laying upon a chair, a floor, your bed. Take your attention through your hips, out to your knees. Let the legs become logs. The legs become logs. Still breathing in. Not aware you breathe out. Let your attention go through the knees down the calves, the Achilles to your heels. Feel your feet firmly planted, firmly grounded on Mother Earth. Feel the blessing of the sturdiness of the earth beneath you of the ground beneath you. Still breathing in and out. And as you consider the sturdiness and safety that God, the universe, has provided you. Turn your attention to your heart, to your chest, to your center. And see that sun we talked about. Picture the ball of fire the ball of energy, the ball of light. See it begin to spiral. Feel the warmth of who you are, the I am. Allow that warmth and light that's manifesting as love to permeate it starting at the top of your head and those rays of light that aura that glowing it's cleaning up all the debris all the busyness 
the committee, all the voices in the head. And it's amplifying your quiet mind. You're imparting to yourself the gift of a quiet mind. And that light, that love is now traveling and transmuting through your sinuses, out your nose with each exhale, down your throat, oozing over your shoulders, down your limbs, down to your fingernails, through your chest, Filling every gap between your ribs down, down. See it like a scan working its way down from head to toe. Still breathing. And now focus on how it feels. You being pure light. You being pure love. You who are one with God. Focus on the feeling of being truly loved. Focus on the acceptance you have of yourself, your higher self, your true I am. Feel the oneness of who you are. Breathing in, you are aware of your creative power. Breathing out, I am. Breathing in, breathing out. Breathing in and breathing out. Nicely done. Mmm, wasn't that delicious? 
So we're going to be talking about decrees and their power to change your life. And the reason decrees are so powerful is because they are creative. And every culture has a creation story and every myth, it involves speaking. And it's really fascinating. And I want you to hear this ex excerpt from um, Joseph Campbell and The Power of Myth with Bill Moyers. They touch on and recognize the consistency throughout humanity that God is and that God speaks and as God speaks there's creation things are created when God speaks and then from there I'm going to turn your attention to the sacred text of the Bible and I'm just going to flash bomb you with verses sacred texts which affirm that you create the creative power is in you. Why? You and God are one. So if God creates through speech, guess how you create? By decreeing. So enjoy this excerpt from Joseph Campbell uh, and the Power of Myth with Bill Moyers. And by the way, you can rent or purchase. It's a um, six-part um, episode six-part docu-series you could call it um, on Amazon Prime and I'll drop the link in the program description so God created man in his own image in the image of God he created him male and female he created them then God blessed them and God said to them be fruitful and multiply and now this is from a legend of the Basari people of West Africa Unumbote made a human being. Its name was man. Unumbote next made an antelope named antelope. Unumbote made a snake named snake. And Unumbote said to them, the earth has not yet been pounded. You must pound the ground smooth where you are sitting. Unumbote gave them seeds of all kinds and said, go plant these. And Genesis 1. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And from the Upanishad, then he realized, I indeed am this creation, for I have poured it forth for myself. In that way, he became this creation. And verily, he who knows this becomes in this creation a creator. <laughs> That's the clincher there. When you know this, then you've identified with the creative principle yourself, which is the God power in the world which means in you it's beautiful mm. i am indeed this creation for i have poured it out from myself and so the creator and the created are in fact one hmm so not only are you the expression of source energy, 
of God, for lack of a better term, but you have the authority and the creative power. You have the source in you to create and to decree and things manifest. That word decree, I want to talk about the word decree. The word decree is actual judicial term. It means to decree or to order. So the power of decree is in knowing you have the authority. Some people talk, some people wish, uh, some people think out loud. But when you decree something, it's different than chanting. Um, it's different than prayer. Although you can decree in prayer, when you decree, you are acting as judge. You are saying, and so it is. Or you are saying, amen, so be it. Does that make sense? Good. So faith comes by hearing. And so I'm going to drop some truths within your hearing so that you can fortify a belief in the truth that you have the authority to decree. And as you decree, you'll begin to see the changes over time. So first of all, the very first verse that came to me when I was prompted to make this episode about decrees was Job twenty two twenty eight. It says, you will also decree a thing and it shall be established for you and the light shall shine upon your ways. So you shall decree a thing and it'll be established for you. Proverbs eighteen twenty one says, life and death are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. So in other words, if you're speaking life, um, very trending, very popular in our culture right now and in this age is affirmations. Affirmations are not just thought, affirmations are spoken out loud. And people have many testimonies regarding affirmations because as they speak them out loud, they come into agreement with it about themselves and their perspective, their shift changes concerning themselves. Well, Proverbs said this many, many, many moons ago that both life and death are in the power of the tongue. Many people are even today overcoming death spoken over them as they were growing up. Lies, I call them, they came into agreement with. You're ugly, you're stupid, you're slow, you're clumsy, uh, you're not as smart as your sister, uh, you'll never amount to be anything, things of this nature. Um, and what happened is, as that is spoken, 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 um, people begin to manifest and operate in that. The converse is when life is spoken, 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 people manifest that. My family of origin, my mother brainwashed me from a very young age that I was love, that I can be whatever I want, I can do whatever I want, and I pretty much have a blank check while I'm wearing this earth suit. So she just spoke that, spoke that, spoke that, spoke that. And really at my core, it can't be shooken from me because I agree with it. I speak that over myself. 
And so that's just a very practical example of life and death or in the power of the tongue. So be careful, folks. You're calling yourself stupid. Certain things you're speaking over uh, your lover, your spouse, your children, perhaps your workplace, your boss, your coworkers. Um, speak life and decree life. We'll get into that. John 2023, 20, powerful says, if you forgive the sins of any, they're forgiven. If you would hold forgiveness from any, it's withheld. Hmm. Now, does that mean God doesn't forgive them? Of course not. But guess what? Have you noticed you can have two sets of people that encountered the same circumstance? Let's say, heaven forbid, uh, someone was molested as a child circumstance is the same one person forgives the perp that person is forgiven the person who it was done to goes on their way light bright beautiful life free another person also molested does not forgive the perp since that person exercises authority to withhold the forgiveness, it's withheld by who? The person. And guess what? The person feels the impact, has the effects of still dealing with it, still holding it. Why? Because they withheld it from the other person. So this is not a, you're you get to be ultimate judge, your God. What it's talking about here is the authority you have. If you forgive the sins of anyone, they're forgiven. You can do that. But if you withhold forgiveness, guess what? It's withheld. Within who? Within you. And then those causes, that condition of forgiving or not forgiving will have its effect. Ezekiel 37 is all about speaking to the dry bones. And Ezekiel is a valley of dry bones. And God told Ezekiel, speak to the dry bones. Speak to the dead things in your life. Prophesy to them. Speak life to them. And those bones will um, become flesh. The dry things will begin to be nourished. The flesh will come back on them. Vitality will be restored to the dead and dry areas of your life as you speak to the dry bones, as you decree these things. Ezekiel 37 and Mark 11, 23, one of my favorites, it says, whoever says to this mountain, what is the mountain in your life right now, friend, my dear brother, my dear sister? What is the mountain in your life right now? Think about those mountains. Is it bills? Is it debt? Is it your time management? Is it a relationship? Is it stressors? What is the mountain in your life right now? Is it judgment? Is it guilt? Is it shame? What is the mountain? Mark eleven twenty three says, whoever, who's whoever, that's whoever hears this word. That's whoever takes this word and as a result of hearing it has the faith to apply it. That means if you're sick, that means if you're Hindu, 
that means if you're Islam, that means if you're Jewish, that means if you're any number of Christian denominations, that means you, my friend, if you're Wiccan, if you're Voodoo, whatever your practice is, if you're Buddhist, if you're Tao, I can go on and on and on and on and on. If you're a Quaker, I don't care what your philosophy is. I don't care what you identify as your spirit. You're a one with God. You're the expression of source energy. You are full of light and love and God in you are one. You are the I am. And so the, when the Bible says, whoever, it means whoever. So whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his or her heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. And that's the key of decreeing. When you say it, you don't doubt in your heart. You throw it out there to the universe. You judge it. You order the thing to happen. You order that mountain to be cast into the sea. You believe that it's going to come to pass. I don't care what it looks like. I'm just going to keep saying it. I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to be done. It will come to pass and it'll be done for him. I have a child that for months, we didn't know if she was alive or dead. I had no clue. You try sleeping and eating and going to work. And at the time I was in grad school, you try doing all that. Not knowing, and I mean child. When I tell you, what was she? 15 at the time, 15 going on 16. A hundred pounds with boulders in her pockets. Tiny, petite little thing. Five foot one. Oh my gosh, you can imagine the imagination. You can imagine the panic which tried to knock on my door, which tried to come in. You can imagine the thoughts that tried to take over my life. But I know that God and I are one. And I know that what I say when I decree it in the authority of my Christ consciousness that greater works will I do and even greater works than Christ did. Knowing these things, I just continued to decree and declare that my child would come back, that she would be back in her clothed in her right mind, that she would live, she would not die. And guess what? Found her. Found her. Found her. And then the process of restoration and healing um, had to begin. And I would love to report the truth to you right now that she is home. She's been home. This is six, seven years later. She is home. She is healed. Yes. She sleeps under the same roof as her father every night. She has two wonderful children who absolutely adore her, and they are the apple of her eye. Hello, somebody. 
Matthew 12, 37. Listen to this. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking about what God's going to do or not do for them. Here, God's putting it back into your court. He's giving you creative power. He's giving you the authority. So by your words, you'll be justified. And by your words, you'll be condemned. So watch what you say, huh? And I'm going to hit you with one more. It's one of my absolute favorites. Um, all of the sacred text is my favorite. <laughs> Just like every episode of this show happens to be my favorite. But seriously, this one is my favorite. Second Corinthians 4.13, it says, Since we have the same spirit, hear that, we're one. Since we have the same spirit of faith, According to what has been written, I believe and so I spoke. We also believe and so we speak. So here is one of the keys to doing decrees. If you don't believe it, don't say anything. What did your grandma used to say? If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Sage wisdom. We don't want to waste our creative power with a lot of idle. Idle means impotent, not moving anywhere, lazy, uh, sloppy words, right? But guess what? If you believe, if you have hope, you can operate in that authority that God's given you if you can agree with the fact that you are the expression of source energy speak as you believe speak so do you believe do you believe you can be debt free do you believe you're wealthy do you believe you have a wonderful relationship do you believe that life is good do you believe that depression cannot stay in you? Do you believe that you have an abundance of friends? Do you believe that you have hobbies and recreations? Do you believe your business is not only going to start but thrive? Do you believe you can start riding your bike again, roller skating again? Do you believe that you can start jogging again? Do you believe that you can take time for yourself? Do you believe that you can meditate? Do you believe that you can love and forgive yourself? Then by golly, speak it. Declare it. Declare a thing. But go a step further and decree it. To declare is to say. But to decree is to judge or give an order. See the difference? I declare that I'm beautiful. Oh, but I decree that I am beautiful. People are drawn to me. I'm ordering it. See the difference? To declare is to speak, but to decree is to know. And what is the purpose of this show? This show is for people who are moving away from what they've been taught to believe and leaning in to what they truly know. That's you, my brother, my sister. 
So now that you just got that faith bomb, because faith comes by what? Hearing. And the Bible says in hearing by the word of God. So you've heard. Now you're like, you know what? Yeah, I rock with that. That resonates with me. You feel a little percolating in your belly. You're like, yeah, let's go. So now I want to pivot and direct your attention to a decree uh, that is called the violet flame. And that's one of the decrees I'm going to teach you today, tell you how I came to it. So last weekend, I was on retreat in an area in Northern California, U.S. called Mount Shasta. You can Google it. It's a, um, it's a city at the base of a mountain called Shasta. It's a very spiritual place. Um, the businesses, you name it. Um, I've never been in a city uh, quite like that. It, it was really a treat. Well, while I was in a store, um, I like to find paintings. I love art. And I was looking at some um, art pieces that would depict Christ consciousness, Buddha nature, and the I am presence within me. And so I was in such a store and looking at prints and I saw this picture. I didn't know the name of it yet, but it was essentially a cave full of maybe amethyst or like violet stones and there was a purple flame in the middle of it and I began to tear up um it was a print it wasn't even an original I began to look at this and I began to become overwhelmed um and drawn to it and um begin to cry a bit and when I looked down the name of the print was called um, The Violet Flame. And I thought, wow. And so I, I grabbed the print immediately with the other uh, purchases I was going to make, which led me to say, well, what is Violet Flame? Why did it evoke this um, reaction in me? So then I go to their book section, and there's about five, six, seven books that all have this word violet flame in them. And the book I selected says violet flame to heal body, mind, and soul. And so I bought it. And as I was leaving the store, spirit said, this will be good not only for you, but for those who you coach. And as you know, I'm a holistic life coach. And so I felt I can use this to benefit my clients in my private practice. And so I said, wow. So that's how I came across it. I was on retreat, so went to my room, began to read this tiny book, introducing me to Violet Flame, and um, began to do the decrees almost immediately. Now keep in mind, these aren't the only decrees you can do. As a Christian mystic, I've been decreeing um, based on my tradition, which I just hit you with a bunch of verses from the sacred text um, that I have been a student of and practitioner of for many years. But um, there's so much truth out there in the universe. And so when God gave this to me for my good, I received it. I learned something new. And if this doesn't resonate with you, you can just go to work on the mountain in your life that you want to decree good over 
but I have found this to be very helpful, the meditation to also be nourishing to me. So I'm going to just tell you a bit about the um, gift of the violet flame, because this is, uh, yeah, this is about seven days new to me. And some of you may be much more well-versed than I am. If you are, uh, send me a message and um, I'd love to have you on the show. So um, this is from the Violet Flame by Elizabeth Clare, a prophet. It says, each, ascender, each ascended master teaches us about a different aspect of God. St. Germain, who has been the inspiring force, if not the key player in freedom movements throughout the millennia, has shown us how to use the violet flame to free ourselves and all mankind. The violet flame is in essence one of, turns page, is in essence one of the seven rays, just as a ray of sunlight passing through a prism is reframed into the seven colors of the rainbow, so spiritual light manifests in seven rays. Who knew? Not me. Each ray has a specific color, frequency, and quality of God's consciousness. That I have known and understood. The violet ray is known as the seventh ray. When you invoke it in the name of God, I am, it descends as a beam of spiritual energy and bursts into a spiritual flame in your heart as the qualities of mercy, forgiveness, justice, freedom, and transmutation. Saint Germain is known as the Lord of the Seventh Ray. It goes on to say that for almost 70 years, Saint Germain has been preparing us, I take that to mean humanity, to enter into the age of Aquarius, an era of peace, freedom, and enlightenment. He, meaning Saint Germain, appeared to Guy Ballard in the early 1930s and gave him the first teaching on the violet flame. Saint Germain said that after centuries of keeping the knowledge of the violet flame secret, the masters had decided to release its use to the public during this crucial time. Saint Germain has said, quote, the use of the violet consuming flame is more valuable to you and to all mankind than all the wealth, all the gold, and all the jewels of this planet. Wow. That's pretty heavy. That's pretty bold claim. I never heard of Saint Germain. I know I have a spiritual family. I know Source is with me, for me. I know Elder Brother Jesus works, heals, operates in me on my behalf. I know I have the Holy Spirit within me. I know I have my guardian angels. I don't know them by name. I know I have other uh, cheerleaders and people who orchestrate things in my life that some of my ancestors who are now non-physical, including my father, including my great-grandma, and including my grandma. And I also sense I have other relatives whose names I don't know who have a keen interest in me and they help as well. So together I call all those folks, <laughs> I call all those non-physical beings uh, between angels, humans who are now non-physical, God himself, my elder brother Jesus, I call all those peeps my spiritual family. I believe Saint Germain is part of my spiritual family. I don't know him, but I'm not mad at him. And I'm excited about the violet flame. And so I don't pray to St. Germain. The book does talk about um, praying to him. 
directly. Um, that doesn't resonate with me. If you want to pray to St. Germain, by all means do. And um, yeah, do what resonates with you. Um, but yeah, I don't pray to him, but I definitely do these decrees. I feel the power in them. And the first one is called the tube of light. That's simply asking for protection um, before you delve into the violet flame. So I'm going to read that to you. One thing I love about these decrees is they're like nursery rhymes because they uh, rhyme. They're rhythmic, uh, which is a key element in ritual often, and they're easy to remember. So I'm going to read you the tube of light. I don't have time to go into all the decrees, but the main ones I want you to know is the one first for protection, because if you listen to the words, it's so powerful. And then the other one is um, the first violet um, flame decree, which in the week I've been doing it, I've been seeing major uh, manifestations and alignment, um, especially within myself, time management, knocking out tasks, the way I look at others, the way people have been drawn to me this last week. It's been, a, it's been something, and I'm truly blessed for the gift. So first up, we'll do the protection decree. This decree is called the Tube of Light. It's from page 89 in Violet Flame to Heal Body, Mind, and Soul. Tube of Light. Beloved, I am presence bright. Round me seal your tube of light. From ascended master flame, called forth now in God's own name, let it keep my temple free from all discord sent to me. I am calling forth violet fire to blaze and transmute all desire, keeping on in freedom's name till I am one with violet flame. And wow, I love that. I love that keeping on in freedom's name till I am one with violet flame. So this is basically a decree of protection while you're doing your process of um, making your decrees. And the book talk it talks about, recommends which decrees to do, how often to do them. Um, I'm going to share one more with you, which is my favorite And it happens to be the shortest. Sorry, I know you can hear me flipping all those pages in the background. Um, okay. Sorry. <laughs> So the decree for this one is simply this. I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to walk you through the visualization that they actually have in the book, which I've been doing. And then um, we can do the decree together. So the decree is quite simple, but very powerful. Um, I am, in all caps, the name of God. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. That's it. 
I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. Now here's their prompt. It says this little decree can be the first violet flame decree that you do and it can become a cornerstone to your violet flame ritual. It has mine. The visualization it says is this. As you say this decree, visualize the violet flame bathing and cleansing your aura. Your aura is kind of like the energy field around you. Like we're so much far extended than our actual earth suit. So that's kind of that. It's the, it's the orb, it's the light, it's the colors, it's the energy you um, put out around you. Okay. So as you say this decree, visualize the violet flame bathing and cleansing your aura. See the flames dissolve the debris in and around it. You are saying, I am the purity God desires because you want to purify your aura and everything that is not of God. When you give this decree, visualize any negative energy that contacts these flames being instantaneously transmuted into the light of God. Ooh, I love that. And the way I picture it is kind of like moth to a flame. Anything that's not of God that comes towards the violet uh, fire, which I am, it immediately like zzz, that zap, that clicking sound, that snapping sound when a moth uh, goes into those lights or goes into the flame. And immediately I see it becoming uh, transmuted into the light of God. I see everything around me becoming pure as it comes in contact with me. Why? Because purity made me pure. Love made me loving. Kindness made me kind. Woo! And holiness made me holy. And joy made me joyful. And love made me love. So I love the violet flame. Woo! Yes, they're cooking with gas. Or should I say they're cooking with fire? Violet fire. All right, so go ahead and close your eyes. We're going to do this decree three times together. Let's do it five times together. And then as we're saying it, we're going to visualize um, any negative energy that contacts the flames being instantaneously transmuted or turned into the light of God. Are you ready? All right, let's go. We're going for five. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. Decree it. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. Last time, all together, out loud. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. Whoo! And so it is. So there you have it, my dear brother, my dear sister. Decree, for you shall decree a thing, and you shall have it. Run back over those verses. Recognize that you are creative. You are the expression and expansion of source energy. And you judge a thing. 
you judge a thing, you judge a thing with your mouth. So if you believe, speak. And if you, whoever, whoever speaks to that mountain and says, be ye thrown into the sea and doesn't doubt in his heart, guess what? You're going to have it. Why? Because God in you is one. No separation. It's been a joy today. I know this was a long episode, but we had a lot to cover. And I want you fully equipped so you could start decreeing not only your violet flame decree, but whatever decree Holy Spirit puts on your heart. You know what to do now. Go to work and have fun and speak and do not doubt in your heart. Why? Because you are deeply loved and we are one. All right, podcast peeps, my dear brothers and my dear sisters, this concludes this episode of The Door. Please subscribe so you can tune into the show twice a month. We air every other week. And if you would like to support the show, you can click on the link below in the program description. And if you would like to be on the show, you can click on the link, leave a voicemail with your name, contact information, and the topic you would like to discuss for the good of the listening audience that can be under the umbrella of healing, love, and light. I'd like to thank you again for tuning in and remind you that you are deeply loved. And we are one.